0: Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Penny Bloom podcast. It is I, Colton Robertson, and you are back for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier weekly breakdowns. I am joined by some swell men, and to switch things up, I'm joined by Tillman McClooney. What's up, homie? Tildo. Tildo. What's up, homie? How you doing?
1: Doing all right, brother. How you doing? Glad to be here for the week of an exciting show.
0: Oh, an exciting show, an exciting show. I am also joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? What's up? Thanks for having me. Glad to be back, boys. Oh, I'm glad that you are back. And uh, we are also joined by Miles motherfucking Buttress.
2: Man,
0: happy to be here. I'm happy that you are here. uh,
2: Look forward to these every single week.
0: Oh, it's, it's one of the best parts of my week, no doubt. And this week, we have one hell of an episode to talk about. Uh... I'd say widely, widely considered the best episode yet of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Not to say that the first two were bad or anything. Just this really, this really kicked it into a different gear. You know, this really mm-hmm. fucked on us a little. Uh, it really, it really <laughs> ate my ass. I know that. Wow, I, I
3: I wouldn't have explained it in that way, but sure, I, we'll go with it. it. It works. It works. It works. I wish, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, overall thoughts. We're gonna do a. Uh, we're gonna do a kind of a scene by scene breakdown. I've got a nice little outline pulled up from the Collider, so shout out to them. I'm not gonna be reading it word for word or anything, but uh, all opinions will be our own. It's just the outline of what happened in the episode that I will be utilizing. Uh, but overall, I like to see that. You're, I
2: like to see that you're citing your sources. We don't plagiarize cool. here on the. On this podcast, I
0: can't. I can't. And this, uh, this article is from the Collider by Liz Shannon Miller. Okay, that's that's the outline that's been. Provided. Let's go, Liz. Shout out, Liz. But um, uh, uh, overall thoughts. Uh, let me hear from you, Tillman. How do you feel about the episode?
1: When it comes to this episode, you know, what made it good wasn't you know just like you know the action that we got to see some butt kicking. We get that every episode, you know. I really appreciated the developments um of the story and more to it, you know. Just always receiving more information. You know, a lot of stuff that we get, you know, with the Marvel shows and whatnot is that they're just packed full of information and just stuff that, you know, that's going to be crucial. And, you know, it's building up to something bigger, something more exciting. And so I'm just excited to see, you know, knowing that there's multiple super soldier serums out there. We found a dude who could recreate the serum because, you know, it was just stressed for so long. Like, there is one serum that was used and then we saw in Captain America the rest was like destroyed, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And The doctor that made the serum was shot, you know? So seeing that it's recreated, it's just like, oh, oh my gosh, like, ah! So I'm excited to see where it progresses to and then just seeing, you know, also just when it comes down to the battle of, you know? Because like, I mean, honestly, when it comes down to it, like, Captain America is the original, of course, but it's kind of like now we got, <laughs> we got, you know, the, the BT, the the BT the next gen serum dudes coming in here, like, how are you, how they yeah. gonna face off? Against you know like likes of Bucky, even though Bucky's off, a BT, I no, mean, I'd give him an A minus serum because Bucky's still cold.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's still cold with it. You know, it's funny because like I forget he has the serum in him. I forget it's not just the vibranium arm. You know, mm-hmm. I yeah. forget yeah. Like, he's he's a little super soldier. And then like for example, like last episode when he was like chasing down the trucks, I was like, oh god damn, I forgot this man can move.
2: Oh, oh yeah, oh, that's right, he's a super soldier. Okay, exactly. Yep, forgot.
0: <laughs> I forgot he wasn't just a badass assassin with a metal arm, you know. Yeah. But sure. uh, let me hear. Let me hear from uh, Joseph. How'd you feel about the episode?
3: It finally got me thinking about the show. I guess is, is my main ta- my main takeaway. Finally, um, the first two episodes they were good. They were entertaining to watch. It was just kind of face value, nothing too deep yet. But I think we're finally getting into the. You know the nooks and crannies
0: of Marvel, like theorizing for the future of the MCU itself.
3: Yes, I and I I like to think. You know,
0: I like to think at the end
3: of an episode, thinking what you know, what is the impact
0: of this episode
3: on the entire MCU as a whole? And I mean, honestly, not much yet. Just just more information known, but a captivating episode. I'll say that I was not a dull moment yeah nah,
0: it, it has you front it has you front to back uh miles let me hear about let me hear how you felt about it
3: so I got a couple things
2: about this episode one my uh, my uh joseph trademark uh, big brain moment from the uh, first or second episode or from the first episode coming into fruition here looking like we're, we might be getting a, a Zemo redemption arc
0: a Zemo redemption <laughs> arc looks extraordinarily uh, likely.
2: Yeah, not it's uh, it's it's closer to like a fifty fifty for me right now because it looks like he still could just be like, oh, I'm helping you guys out just to eventually just run away. But the fact that he came back after helping them makes me I think got, he's in it for the long haul and he's really he wants to take out the super soldiers.
0: Here's the thing for me: he does want to take out the super soldiers, right? I don't know if we can completely trust him,
2: but oh. I don't if, think we can trust him at all, but I oh, still yeah. think there's still tr- that there's there's it's it's a closer to a 50 50 p- chance of a redemption arc no. than the like than the like 90 10 that it was at the beginning of the season whenever I just spouted it off because I thought it'd be cool.
0: I feel you know, but listen, if the writers have balls, this is what will happen. OK, if the writers have balls, Zemo's redemption arc will be fulfilled in that Bucky will snap like we saw in this episode, murder John Walker and Zemo will take the fall. <laughs> honestly, if they had, if they had the ball, they... that would be badass. I honestly I wouldn't.
3: I'd be very I, happy for that.
0: I'd be okay with it.
2: I don't think it's going to happen since he I, I don't either, to introduce I would love it. John Walker as like the U.S. agent character. No, he, he and John I don't is? think they're just going to execute him.
0: <laughs> no, nah, I don't um, I don't know. Tillman. What, you, what you're trying to say down there? we hate
1: John like this, we just said,
0: what do you kill John?
1: Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, we all do. And oh,
1: no, no. I mean, like, everybody goes, "I'm okay. Ooh, with that.
3: Shall I... we check the how much do you hate John meter? John Walker meter with everybody?"
0: Oh, my John Walker them. meter went even higher this episode.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, Joseph, you were saying you were kind of on the edge.
2: I had I had gone off the edge on the last episode. Mm-hmm. And
3: I am fully in the I am okay with death. <laughs> wow, I don't know if I'm okay with death. I'm okay with humiliation and you know demotion from, too, but from that, I don't know if I'm if I'm at the point yet where I'm like, you know what, I I want to see this dude die. Oh uh, no, what see, really?
0: It takes it takes like Joffrey Baratheon levels of hatred yes. for me to go. I want this guy to die. You know?
3: Yeah. I guess are you you want to see him die or? Oh no! Are Whenever I say okay I want to see
2: it. him die, I mean in the sense of like if like a a, a Zemo redemption arc. If they decided mm. to like Colton said, have a Zemo redemption arc where where he has
0: to die for it, I'm okay with it. I'm not mad. Okay. That's shall we? Uh, shall we jump into a bit more of a scene by scene deal?
2: Um, before you do that, I did have one other thing that I wanted to t- touch on because Joseph did say. That this uh, it like really once we got to like this episode really made you think a lot more about like the episode about like the the story arc and everything. And I am fully behind the idea that Sharon is the power broker.
0: I am too. Either that, or is is like a Kira Mall situation from Solo. You know, mm-hmm. like is yeah. working very closely with someone who is very powerful, yeah. or she is straight I think- up the power broker.
2: Yes, because I think, I think it makes perfect sense, even like, like, you know, why would the power broker want to kill that one scientist? And I think it would make perfect sense for him to want to kill, for the power broker to want to kill that dude because he gave up the power, the, the serum. He yeah, lost he the did. serum and that's what they wanted. Kill him and, you know, yeah. find some other scientist that'll do it.
1: Yeah. Bruh, are we are we sure? Uh, real quick, are we are we sure Black Widow d- died for that Soul Stone? Because uh, Sharon was looking kind of like an Avenger out there, man, out there with them crates, taking on the whole squad, man. I was like, Sharon, where did this come from? I said, Why, why, why did we give? Why did we recruit Sharon? Where, why did she fill an application? She was out there taking on the dude. She, <laughs>
0: now, the, a the woman ass. had a pistol. Sharon fucked on him. Sharon fucked on him to put it plainly. Sharon, Sharon had a pistol.
1: These other dudes—they got—they're bounty hunters. Trained, they got knives, they got machine nothing, guns. And nothing for her, bro. On. Nothing. nothing on her. Light
0: work. One other thing, this episode provided for us was the backdrop of Madripoor, which I don't know how familiar you guys are with this in the lore of Marvel. But uh, the only Not connection I had to it, the only I had, the only connection I had to it was through X-Men comics. Uh, it's kind of a safe haven for Wolverine. He can kind of go there and hang out and just vibe for a little, you know. Uh, (laughs) It's not; it is kind of like a backwater underworld, underworld underworldy vibe, you know. But uh, nonetheless, I like the way they brought it to life here in this uh, in live action as opposed to comics. Doesn't look quite the same.
1: The way they were talking about Magapor or whatever, um, the way they were talking about it, I thought it was going to be some some. Deep dark ghetto, Gotham market, Gotham s type place. I didn't know I was going to Dubai. I was over here looking at the sea. I was like, "Whoa!" I said, I was <laughs> over here, bro." I did not expect.
0: Now, we yeah, we didn't Seoul I? out here. This oh, is... I was
2: just gonna say, I really like that they did it that way because it, it kind of gave nice. it like the like the fact that there are a lot of rich people living there, likely all of them doing some shady shit. Kind of like Sharon is. She, Sharon's probably fucking loaded, but it's because she's selling stolen well, artwork.
0: You see her place. Yeah, her place was fucking glorious.
2: Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I really like that they were—they weren't. It's just like some down, like you know, like small city where there's a bunch of crime and shit. It's no, this is a super nice fucking city, and there's like mm-hmm. the high, you know, the high up, like the, um, like the super rich part, and then the underground part that's still super rich, but just even more crime riddled than the you know upper parts.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, when you're my, my hundred, Colton, we were also talking about, like the uh, the episode and the takeaways. I I feel like what we really got away from this episode as well was we got a glimpse and multiple glimpses of how not everybody, you know, we all thought, oh, shh, half the universe came back, okay, happiness, you know, victory, but that wasn't the case for everybody. We got that take from that episode. this episode too is what I what I got. Uh, but we've
0: idea. gotten that the whole series with Carly Morgenthau and the the Flag Smashers. Yeah. I've, li- yeah, I've yeah. liked I liked that angle a whole lot.
1: Yeah. In this episode I was like, Yeah, we got that angle, but I like you got to visually see it a lot more this yeah. episode, which really hit me was Sharon didn't get to go home. She didn't get to go home after the you know the thing. Uh Carly, yeah, she didn't get to you know, her um well, her whoever the her significant family member or whatever passed away caretaker, old caretaker or something passed away and it's like it's yeah, just I'm like Adon- yeah. got the happy ending and got to go home. You uh, know, yeah, that really resonated with me this episode, but
2: I, I did like that they showed consequences for Sharon, like the fact that she was like, I mean, you guys all got to move on after the after Civil War. You guys all, you know, were on the run for a bit, but you guys eventually got brought back in because you guys had the Avengers backing you up. Yeah, I stole Cap Shield and I'm fucked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, lo- I loved her character, though. I love we'll get to it more later when we're actually going part by part. Shall we shall we dive into this? Yes.
3: yes. Yes. Let's go. All
0: right. So we open with a commercial for, you know, the, uh, the, the global Repatri- repatriation council. Uh, you know, the, the company or the organization responsible for, you know, getting everyone back into society, making them happy, you know, get, getting shit back to normal, like the commercial says. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, uh, you know, it was a weird vibe. You know, I mean, WandaVision is immediately put me off by any commercial that may mm-hmm. pop up, you know? So
2: I, 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 I feel like p- the writers probably knew that was going to happen.
0: Oh, I think they had to have, you yeah. know, like, like anything they, they're in playing that,
2: into our uh, suspicions.
0: Anything that Marvel has that has a commercial from now on, I'm going to be a little sus about. And, uh, in this Collider article, actually the, uh, the idea that Liz Shannon Miller had was that overall, the GRC the global repatriation council will be the big bad uh that thought had not once occurred to me uh I don't know if I see it headed there I think we could but you know I'm leaning more on this power broker power mm-hmm. broker lane mm-hmm.
2: I didn't have the thought that they would be the big bad but I definitely did like immediately from that commercial my first thought was they "Oh, these are bad, bad. they're bad guys they're bad guys. Well, they're bad Especially, guys like because cutting... They're a
0: government agency, you know. Yeah. Like that's why I don't fuck with them. Like that's why they have, they put off bad vibes to me, you know. Well,
2: but it's also like the it was the like cut from the from the like commercial where it's all like you know uh, where was it? It says somewhere in here the like reset, rebuild, restore, and like you know let's let's get the world back on track type thing. And then it immediately cuts to the van pulling up with it says police, and then you know global repatriation council. With with like soldiers marching out of it, and I was like, "All right, that's just that. These are these are throwing off some bad vibes."
0: Oh yeah, they're putting off the vibes of like uh, an imperial state a little bit. Like they're gonna yeah. go anywhere they want because they have the authority of the world behind. Them. Yeah, the global think, repatriation council.
3: I think the main takeaway from this GRC, whatever you want to call it, I think it's to give the flag smashers more validation because the whole purpose of the GRC us to help the people that blipped back and not the people who stay during the whole time. Like it was like made very clear, basically saying like, we don't care if you have been here for the last five years or not. Like you went through hell, like we don't care about you. We're only going to care about these people who blip back. And I think it's another reason, like it's, it's the hardcore reason behind the Flag Smashers. Like they didn't want to help us. We want to go back to how things were before, you know, all this shit started. You know, it was a lot more peaceful I, I mean, they, it was still, I don't
0: know. They provide a direct opposition to the Flag Smashers, the yes. GRC. They, yes. provide a, they provide an antagonist or a protagonist, depending on who you are. I, I view them as an antagonist to the Flag Smashers. But I, I think that's why they're here, and maybe that does ultimately make them the big bad. Maybe it does ultimately in the end. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But... I don't see that making them the ultimate big bad that like Falcon and Bucky have to face, you know? Yeah, I was gonna
2: say, I don't think it would be like an ultimate big bad just because I can't imagine we get to the point in this show where, uh, like, where the, where the flag smashers are good guys
0: you can't imagine the an people ending that where they have are stolen, the good guys like,
2: super soldier serum are like yeah let's let's fight with them let's help them out i, I can not imagine we i get do, to that
3: point in the show i do see it actually coming to that point i don't know but this episode really did take a left turn with me because like the flashmasters they were known as you know without borders and everything and i thought they were like anti-violent you know they could do what they needed to do if they needed to become violent they would but like her blowing up the whole building with all the people still mm-hmm. in there saying, like, it's it's their language. This is what they – this is, you know, what they only understand.
0: We I don't know. It kinda, of yeah,
3: it kind of, like – I don't know. Like, I was kind of on their side, and I was kind of with them. You know, like, you know, A World Without Borders, you know, it's a good slogan, and it's a you know good ideology. But, like, if you got to go if, – if you're tying people up and murdering them just to send a message, like, I don't know, at that point, are you, you know – are you becoming what are you becoming what you want to stop in a way yeah. like I don't know yeah like you can still
2: be a bad guy even if you're also fight like bad guys can fight against other bad guys fighting against
3: bad guys doesn't make you a good guy like yeah. type thing I guess it's it's this isn't a black and white hero and here's the evil it's like I would say Thanos we viewed him as the evil guy it was very black and white but his intentions were not very black and white yeah, but I think I in this you. show, in this show, you can't. There's no black and white hero villain. I mean, obviously there's heroes that we can point out, but like the villain isn't very black. You know, it's it's very gray. Like any, like Bucky and Sam could be the villains coming out of this. Like maybe they're misunderstood in some way, and like they're going against you know Cap and and the whole new squad. So they're they get targeted. You know, like what if they become the villain? You know,
0: or. I we know. look at another another Cap Bucky on the run sort of situation from Civil War. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it up be off, interesting. Joseph,
1: Joseph beat me to it, but to pick off what he was pick up off what he was saying, I was going to just mention that was the fact I'm calling for disruption uh, amongst the Flag Smashers down the line. I feel like there's going to be some type of conflict, or not. I wouldn't say exactly confusion, but just conflict. Because I mean, like, yeah, the look that he gave her, he was like, "This isn't what we do."
0: Well, yeah, I think there's definitely going to be sort of a power struggle within the Flag Smashers, and I think there is the chance that, you know, the Flag Smashers get kind of stamped out, you know, as like a movement, and that kind of sets them off, you know, and they have to kind of sort of dissipate, you know, but I don't know. I'm worried about – I I like their storyline a lot, and I want them to – I want them to prevail. See, I mean, obviously, Carly tying up a bunch of people and blowing up a building is dark, obviously. But, like, what they're going for, like, violent revolution, there's not a whole lot of other ways to establish power if not violent revolution. I think and- it's,
3: it's Car- Carly is separate from the Flag Smashers at this point. I think that that is what the interaction we got between her and that other guy. It was like I don't think whoa. she
0: is like this is always what it was gonna take. And they always I knew know, but
3: I I don't think if you ask anyone else in the flag smashers before the explosion, if you if they were fine with it blowing up this building, they would have all said no. But I think it I think Carly's yeah. the death in her family, I think like, you know, her having someone taken from her was kind of like, you know what, I'm like, let's just get it going. Like let's 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 talk, let's you know, let's be the adults here. And kill people. I don't know. I don't know. I but would, I would agree. Either. I think, I think they would all agree, like, yes, vi-
2: the, like violence is going to be necessary, but I think it's like who they're being violent against. So I think if, if they said, let's tie up a bunch of like, uh, like th- the, the, like essentially soldiers that were working for the Global Repatriation Council, let's, you know, kill them. I think they all would have been like, yes, 100%, let's do it. But tying up and killing civilians is, I think, where a lot of the people are going to be wasn't like,
0: civilians. It was all GRC employees. They were all okay. global we, repatriations. Yeah, but, we. well, but
2: employees, though, versus, like, people who are actually, like, members of, like... The people who are even,
0: knowingly putting their lives on yes, the line.
2: type that type of thing. Where it's like, you're just tying up some just some innocent people, in essence. A lot of people are going to kind of be iffy about that, yeah. even if they're okay with
1: violence. Like, Carly, Carly came for... The cashier at Wendy's, instead of going for the manager, she went and just blew up the cashier and said, fuck you.
0: (laughs) That's true. Yeah, You know what? And that's maybe now we're talking some strategy sort of thing. Like, is it worth blowing up them? Like, does that not give them more fuel in the uh, perception battle, you know? Uh, um, Honestly,
2: I think that gives them like more fuel against them.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I yeah, mean. Yeah,
2: it it gives it gives the global repay like the GRC more fuel to use against them in saying, look at them, they're just they're killing innocent people. Whereas if they went straight for like people at the top, it might do like people might get on board with that a little bit
3: more. There are two sides to the fuel though. There's the fuel that you know the the GRC or the GRC is going to want to attack them more, but there's also the fuel that a lot more people are going to join the flag Smashers. This is going to be on media. This is going to be everywhere. People are going to no, be like, I, what? No. hey, they're but killing I people that I hate of, too.
2: Like, I don't know. No, but I also think a lot of people are going to be against – like, the, that's what I'm saying is like they're going to use that as fuel is look at – like, these people aren't – like, they're not fighting for good things. They're killing, you know, they're killing regular people. They're not killing people who are, you know, big decision makers or anything like that. They're just killing, you so, know. the, the
0: Basically – They're killing Amazon delivery drivers, not Jeff Bezos.
2: Yeah, that and that's what I'm saying is like – even if you're against, if you're against Amazon, you're not going to want people to go after Amazon delivery drivers or Amazon fi- factory workers type thing
3: okay, I think Carly knew that doing this was going to make cause them a lot of hate cause them you know bad publicity but she also knew that the people but who it is the only language forth, they speak. the people who would come join the flashmasters now are definitely de- you know dedicated to the cause. Like, if they, if they come join now, like, you're not, you know, they're going to be loyal now if, you know, you come and join a yeah. killing
0: group sort but of thing. Then, so yeah, I think here, she's weeding out. I
1: think – What people – now I what think, people are I think, going to – Oh, go ahead, Till. So. I was going to say, well, now, now I'm thinking about, though, what people are you going to attract now? With what you've done, are you going to attract the people who, who are for your initial cause? Are you going to attract the people – that are radicalists, that are looking for violence, looking to kill people, looking to mm. cause chaos and disorder.
3: I still think it's a people versus the GRC sort of thing. I think it's...
2: Yeah, but 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 I think what we're saying is that what they're doing is going to get people to back the GRC more. Yeah. And yeah. the people that you're going to attract by doing something like that are going to be the people that are only looking to like to bring chaos and disorder and not people who are actually looking to bring about change.
0: But like has been said this has what they are doing is kind of a robin hood situation they didn't just blow up this building they took the supplies to give to people who needed it robin yeah, hood didn't sure. kill
1: people
0: robin hood killed people he needed them. to
3: like ethically you i need think to kill them? okay if if we're going to boil <laughs> this down to the most ethical you know logic that you can and i think is out the window this is no. No, I think I think they have a net positive. They have a net I positive. I I don't
1: look
3: like in the in the eyes of themselves, they believe that these you know GRC people are bad. They're going against everything I stand for. So it's their sacrifice for innocent civilians, you know, that are dying to get supplies. Like in their in their minds, they are doing. Well, are of course they're net. net of course they're net positive in their minds. They wouldn't do it, it if it wasn't well, net positive. Doing. If you're in a yeah. neutral situation, you're in a neutral – you're in between the Flag Smashers and the GRC. You're the neutral thing. You would you would still see their thing as net positive. But you point. also need to think of that's if you see I, – I don't know if
2: you would, but that's also if you see – if you even see that they are spreading these resources out. True. Because you have to think about in the news or something like that, you're not gonna see. Oh, they took the resources and and gave it to people who need them. You're gonna see flag smashers came in and blew up a building and murdered a bunch of. War- this it, would of, be interesting because this is well, like- and
0: part of that. Part of that is the the hold that the GRC has on the political yeah. landscape. You know, at that point, it it's not it's not propaganda because they did blow up a building. Yeah, but it's like. It's like, you ain't and telling the full story. It's the manipulation of the media, yeah. sort of. And thing.
2: that's what I don't think, you know, like in, in their situation, that's why I think, especially like the dude that looks at her like, the fuck are we doing? We don't do this. We don't do stuff like this is saying something like that because he's like, this is only going to hurt us because if they don't blow up the building and they just hand it out, what's the GR going to say, GRC going to say? Oh, they came in and stole a bunch of our, you know, stole a bunch of stuff. That we were hoarding and not giving out to people and mm-hmm. gave it out to people who needed it man they sure look like bad guys here so that's like the thing I think part of the reason why he looks at her and is like what the fuck are we doing
0: is we because all
2: yeah all it's going to do is it's going to hurt them in the long run like Carly did not
3: need to do that
2: she was no. out of her way to kill those yeah people. that's and that's why he that's why there's that quick reaction of like you're, you're only hurting our cause in the long run why yeah. do why, like there was no need to kill these people
1: and then, like, I mean, if you think about it, like, I mean, yeah, they're on the radar, but you know, you know, like, when you're watching, like, crime shows and you're like, this person's on the radar, but he's not the biggest problem that we have right now. When you start yeah. killing innocent people and taking lives for no reason, and they come out and they say, yeah, they, they, um, the Flag Smashers, this Monday morning, came in and set the building on fire, killing all of the employees inside. You become, you can become public number, public enemy. number I think one, that's what's and important, and though. I think that's from other people.
0: I think that's what's important. I don't think they're still trying to build up their army. I think they're done. I think this was like a, I think in Carly's mind, this was a call out. Like we have, we've taken the first action of war. Mm. Like if you want to come to us, please do, you know?
1: Yeah. Mm. Which I'm saying, like, I don't even think like, yeah, I'd agree with you. I think they got their army set. I'm like, but by her blowing that up now, I'm like, now you're just building up enemies. Kind of like, you know, the USA being like, nah, we're chilling in World War II. Oh snap! Here goes Japan. They just bombed. Uh, no, wait. Yeah, they just bombed Pearl Harbor. I'm like, yeah. He's like, uh, like, do you realize, like, that wasn't necessary, like, because, like, yeah, what if there was some type of ambassador in there from some country that was like, oh, I'm just chilling. These flag smashers, they ain't bothering us. But then you killed his wife in the like in, in the place, like you know, like yeah. Are they building their enemies now? Or does that was that necessary? Was the the what's it called? The was the uh, this was. The, this oh, was gotcha. that? What's the saying? Was the something worth the the compliment? Was the uh
3: did the means justify the ends, or the ends justify yeah. the means? Yeah. yeah, does the yeah did the ends justify the means? Yeah. yeah.
0: So like, I get you, I get you, but I don't know. I'm excited to see where that storyline goes. Yeah. Yes. Bottom line that that's going to be a fun one. I mean, uh, do we want
3: to talk about their army that they have? Like, do, okay, so the whenever we were in the scientists they they put out a number of how many vials he made 20 like 20 so it, exa- okay i thought it was 19 for some reason i don't know why but so like do you do we think that all 20 are no flag masters no well so i think, think of- they have
2: all 20 of them but they have not used all 20 of them so yeah. so they they're, have they're- all 20 like yes. they're not
3: scattered around Earth.
2: Like, I would assume they. I would assume they stole or destroyed all of them. So, like cool. I, you know, so a couple of them might have gotten destroyed in the process. But I'm, I'm assuming all of them that are in existence are with the Flag Smashers, and that's why they say we're keeping them now. And we're now that he's dead, we're gonna let him. We're gonna let, or we're
3: keeping them, and we're gonna let the Power Broker come to us. Yeah. On his well, knees. Oh, so, so you believe that the vials are still there. They have not been used. Yes. they are. St- okay. So just yeah, the vials, that's why, not in a human. Yeah,
2: because that's why Carly says mm. that they're going to, in essence, use them to broker with the power broker mm-hmm. and get
3: something from him.
1: Because, mm-hmm. yeah, why would you want to use all of them? Then you lose leverage in a way.
3: Yeah. So their their goal is to basically trade vials for – Probably Something. their friends in there that are also super soldiers. Whatever, Who
1: knows? Or whatever they want to Yeah. Just know like that what else would you go to the
2: power broker for? What I mean, you, you know that? the power broker has a shit ton of power, probably power, money, yeah. and
3: influence, so
1: Don't, so don't you think to the broke part in that. So name. you
3: think they're going to the power broker and being like, Hey, we have these twenty super soldier vials. No, they're not going to them. They
0: stole from the power broker.
3: Yeah, they stole from
0: the power oh, that's broker, right. so oh.
3: he's he's
2: or the the power broker is coming after them. Duh. Yeah, so duh. they say we're gonna let him come to us now on his knees because now he has no other mm. way to get the vials outside of begging for them back. That yeah. makes sense. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was
3: just misunderstanding. Yeah.
1: yeah. Boom! Give us all your Twinkies.
3: Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <But>, uh, <laughs> power broker could be Ultron. Just still throwing that out there. You know, <laughs> throwing that out could there. be Ultron. Or, or Hayward got eyes
0: everywhere, you know.
3: Would be cool if it was Hayward and he's doing this from inside prison or some sort of thing. That'd like, be that'd be wild. Let's just...
0: talk about the uh, and
3: then Hayward ball. is Ultron, so you know it'd work out. What was that still?
1: I said, the, let's talk about the balls on Carly. The, the, the dude said that Carly, such a, yeah, Carly, blah blah blah. And the flag smashers stole all of my stuff. she's like, she stole them, right? And then he, and then he goes, uh, he's like, but she came back and asked me to do this, and I was like. Wait, Carly. I was like, "Well, somebody steals." I'm like, "They're usually gone and gone for the like." Carly came back and asked for for something. I forgot what she asked for, but he said he to, asked to her,
0: cure her mom to cure to cure Mama Danya. Yeah.
1: I said, "Carly got balls. Carly gonna steal from my man's and then come back and ask for a favor." <laughs> like, like you didn't steal from this dude. Ugh, that wouldn't fall in the hood. Dog.
0: This is wild. Shall we move on in the episode though? Yes, yeah, so yeah. we've
3: been on this. We've been on this for a minute.
0: So after that commercial, you know, John Walker, he busts up that, uh, he busts up the, uh, the house of the guy who was housing the, uh, the, uh, flag smashers, you know, and this is the fuel to the other side's argument. You know, he just came in, asked a lot of questions. The guy didn't provide a lot of answers. All they did was wreck shit. They didn't do anything productive. So like, that's, that's the other side of it. And then, uh, you know, Walker and his partner are kind of, like, out of ideas, and they're like, all right, we go to someone who has a better hand, you know? And we cut to Bucky and Sam, and they're, uh, you know, they're, they're visiting Zemo. We're starting here. And, uh, Bucky and Bucky and Sam talk for a second outside of his cell, and Bucky's like, I'm going to go in alone. You're an Avenger. You know how he feels about that. And he's like, well, you two don't have the <laughs> best history. I mean, it's gone bad every time you've spoke to him, so... Bro, the first words out of yeah. Zumo's mouth, bro. The first
3: words.
2: Oh I, my God. I, I'm pretty sure we joked about that in the last yeah,
3: episode. We did. That
2: we joked that he was going to walk he, – he, Bucky was going to walk and he was going to go 17 yeah. and, whatever, and whatever other words that he said. And he did. He, he did it immediately, which I
3: started laughing
2: Zero. at. He just Hesitate. wanted to
0: see, you know? I respect he was, it. Yeah. He just wanted Go, to see. Like, yeah. no, he no, did like, it and then goes,
3: like, oh, Bucky? Like, hey, what's up? Yeah. So no, the, no introduction. It was just yeah. straight to like, it.
1: Just yeah. Yeah. And then
3: and then just goes, I just had to see if
2: it would work or not.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like
2: he'd been waiting for this. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, yeah. like, I know you'll be back, and I'll be ready.
1: <laughs> he just wanted some type of reaction. That man said Brazzers. x <laughs> <laughs> off all types of stuff, just trying to see and get a response.
0: Well, one thing that does make me, you know, trust Zemo a little more is that he does state here. It was never personal, you know, Mm -hmm. and that was his whole point throughout Civil War, that it wasn't personal. He's just got to do what he's got to do. You know, Mm -hmm. now, whether what he's got to do eventually doesn't line up with what Bucky and Sam have got to do. I don't know. But, I think
2: I think as long as the super soldiers are out in the wild, in essence, I think he is a hundred percent there on their side. But as soon yeah. as they're defeated, I think the power, uh, the power structure in that relationship breaks down immediately.
0: <laughs> oh, one hundred percent. And anybody
1: else think he was going to run and take off when the crate blew up? Nobody thought he was going to disappear. Like where'd Zemo go? I
2: thought he had taken off to do his own. I I didn't just because I was still I'm uh, you know I was still hoping for the Zemo redemption.
0: Mm. I, I, mean, thought, I thought, I thought he, we'd see him again.
2: Yeah, I, I he thought
1: he
3: was dead. I thought he, he was, was gone. Well, I but,
1: thought we'd see uh, him know, again. I knew we'd see they, him again. I just thought he. I thought they
0: talk off. briefly here. You know, uh, Bucky and uh, Bucky and Zemo talk here at, in the cell for a second, and uh, you know. And, and during these moments, he arranges his, uh, he arranges Zemo's escape from prison without telling Sam at all, without get, letting him in on the plan in the slightest. And then when they leave, he's like, so Sam, how would you feel about breaking Zemo out of prison? And, uh, Sam's like, I would passage. fucking hate that. He's like, he's like I would absolutely. fucking hate that. That's a terrible idea. What about I... Wakanda? What about all these perfectly good reasons as to why we should not break Zemo out of prison? And he's like, ah, okay. oh, yeah, those are all cool. And then approaching from the darkness, you yeah. know,
2: hello. Okay, but Sam, theoretically, yeah. if I were to to stage a riot and to if someone were to theoretically grab a grab a prison guard's uniform and theoretically do this and then theoretically do that, like would you be angry though? <laughs> Oh, mad lad!
0: Absolute. Sigma it's funny now. though because Bucky, Bucky went into the prison knowing that's what he was gonna do. Like, yeah, yeah. B- before, before anything else, <laughs> like when when he told Sam at the end of the second episode, like we're going to see Zemo. He, in that moment, he was like, "We're getting him out of there," you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Man,
2: and I love that that he's do like posing all this to him, and Sam's just immediately like, "All right, you keep posing these fucking theoreticals, th- theoreticals to me." Please tell me you didn't fucking break him out of prison, and then, you know, then he trots too up. You're
3: specific, man. Yeah, you're, you're – this <laughs> is a little <laughs>
2: too specific to be a real question. And he was like,
1: well – Is it – did he get him – so did the card – did he get his card in his book? Because he um, – here's what I'm thinking. So at first I was like, wait, how do you even get the card in the book? He asked him – so before he went to that, he asked him, what you reading? And he was like, I'm reading this. So Machiavelli. You think that he handed him the book and then he was like flipping through the pages like, oh, that's what you're reading. And then slip the card in there. Is that, what, is that what we're getting?
0: I have no idea. I I wrote it off as like a writing error. They just didn't want to explain it. So they just said, fuck it. But uh, and I think there was a couple things in this episode that were like that.
1: OK, because that's what like I
0: was... there was there was like just a, there was okay. just a couple little holes that you could kind of poke through at different points. Like when they were on the plane here in a second. Zemo just, like, has Bucky's journal. Mm-hmm. And, like, Bucky yeah, you, has yeah, no you, idea. Like, how the fuck did that happen? I don't think Bucky gives and that then, up too
3: easily, you know?
0: I'm frozen. I can't tell if you guys can hear me.
2: Yeah, You're back.
0: For right, me at least. All right, cool. But, uh... <laughs> but... You, en- and then you later ended the- with...
3: Sorry, you ended with, uh... Like, somehow... Zumo, Zumo has Bucky's yeah. little journal. That's what, his. Uh, yeah, hey, yeah. Joseph, real quick. His name's Zemo. Zemo. Am I saying Zumo? Yes. I don't yeah. know why I'm, I'm saying it. It's like the third In time. Zemo, head, Zemo, the, Zemo. I You did it the first time, and I
2: was like, ah, maybe he just actually did it. And then you said
3: it like two more times. So I, I, I don't know like, All why. Right. In my I, head, I know I'm wrong, but I just stuck to it because. And I've I've been hearing it so much as you guys talk. I guess I just heard it as sumo for whatever reason.
1: <laughs> Zemo. Zemo Zemo.
3: All right, I'm working now.
0: <laughs> but uh, luckily for Bucky and Sam, wherever Zemo uh, came from, you know he was royalty before his family died, and uh, he's loaded. So they get his they get his plane and they go taken off for uh, for Madripoor, and like we talked about at the beginning, Madripoor is a pretty badass little place. He uh, they have this whole conversation on the plane uh, about uh, how Sam introduced Steve to Marvin Gaye and stuff, and this whole scene was a little weird but it just it really just said to me that like <laughs> Sam misses Steve like crazy. He wishes I mean, he yeah. was doing this. He wishes he was doing this with Steve, not Zemo and Bucky, you know? Because he's like he's like Steve <laughs> loved Marvin Gay. You know, like Steve was his best talking friend, about?
3: bro. Like, they were best I, friends. Absolutely. And like Yeah, I mean, your best friend goes off. Can you can you imagine your best friend deciding to go back in time and basically just say "fuck you"? I'm not gonna be your friend anymore. I'm just gonna die now. (laughs) Like, oh my god! And never telling
0: you his plan or anything. Just being like, I don't. You won't see
3: me ever again. Like, I'm gonna. I'm literally going to the age where I will die. The next time you'll see
1: me. No, no, he he saw him though. He saw him in the game. He saw he wasn't dead. Oh, okay.
3: Sorry, let me rephrase. Would you really to your best friend say I'm going to jump in I'm going to jump 70 years of my life real quick, you know? You won't be able to experience any of it with me. I'm just going to jump 70 years. Is that cool? Who said
1: uh, who said that You're was good his with best that? friend? He never called him his best friend. I'm just saying. Oh my. God.
0: Yeah, Steve's Whatever. best let's let's okay, maybe this is another little tragic part of Sam's story. Steve's best friend never was, Sam. That's true. Steve, Steve, Steve Steve's was Bucky. best friend was always Bucky.
3: You can't beat the childhood friend. Sadly, you know? yeah, like can't beat it. So
2: I actually before we before we move on, I do have a question. How are they just going to drop on us that Zemo's fucking loaded
1: and like royalty? I love so that. Kobe and Bruce Wayne, I love that.
2: I I mean I loved it, but at the same time, like whenever they were, like had his original like backstory and like you know like him listening to his like wife calling him. And, like, like right before his wife and children and father died. I don't know why. I just assumed they were, like, huddled in some apartment
0: right. or
2: something like that.
0: Like in WandaVision. But
2: it tur- – yeah, like, that type of thing. But it turns out he's just fucking loaded, and they were probably in some fucking, like, castle or some shit.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
2: that's just – I just – whenever they – he was like, oh, yeah, I'm royalty, and I'm loaded. I was like, I feel like that's just kind of bullshit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, so, I don't I- Though It made – I like that they didn't mention it in Civil War because it it made his – it made his – like, it made his backstory irrelevant. It's like this is all – like, I'm on a mission, and that's all you need to know.
2: Yeah. No, like, I love it. I just (laughs) – like, whenever I first heard it, I was like, wait a minute. And then as I, like, thought about it, I was like, I'm I'm okay with it. It's not (laughs) – like, I like it. But then at the same time, I was like, I just – I felt like he just wasn't loaded.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But, like, finding out that he's loaded and then – you know, his sense of humor that we see in this episode where his, with his sly comments and his sarcasm. And then also just like, you know, seeing him like, you know, work together. I, I feel like it's very humanizing too. Like he you know, at first you're like, Oh my gosh, he's this this hardcore monster but like I'm I'm seeing like how human he actually is. And whether that's writing or not, I still like how I how like you can see like how human he actually is. Like he, he's a human being. When he was like especially like when he was like yeah, when he was like he was like, I think it really captures
0: the african-american <laughs> experience was
1: like, hey zemo i was like all right boy
0: bro he was five in. sam was, was, sam was like <laughs> see sam was like this guy's out of line but he's right yeah.
1: <laughs> he was
0: like
2: i was that really coming out of left field from you zemo but you're not wrong
0: no zemo i d- was... i dig that uh i think it'd be uh, i think it'd be a fun little twist if zemo somehow uh is going to become in league with the Flag Smashers instead of, you know, killing the super soldiers like he said he's wanted to do.
2: I just realized, no, we're looking at this all wrong. Zemo's the next Captain
3: America. Yes, he's going to be the thing that he swore to destroy. He's (laughs) going to realize, wow, this ain't no bad. Zemo,
0: Baron Zemo, Captain America and Avengers. The guy, yes, yes, the guy who bombed the UN and killed the King of Wakanda. Yes, yes, yes.
2: Yes. The the ultimate symbol of uh American of, of American yeah. values.
0: American. Baron Zemo. <laughs> but uh, uh nevertheless, they get to Madripoor, right? And uh we see Madripoor, and it's fucking dope. Uh super we talked about it already. Neon, underground, very uh I don't know, just it feels feels like a place where rich people do crime. And uh <laughs> Zemo's like, I have a mid-level fence that I, we can get to and then we climb from there, you know, and they, uh, part of his plan, you know, Bucky's gotta become someone he used to be and, uh, Sam's gotta be, uh, the smiling tiger. (laughs) And, uh, I thought that, I thought that was a fun little thing. And I thought it was funny that they, like, explicitly had to show a picture of the smiling tiger so that, like, you knew it wasn't just like a, you're, you're black, it'll be fine. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> they had to yeah. tell you that it was Anthony also... Mackie. Oh, man, that, that was pretty was funny. Also Anthony Mackie.
3: He does kind of look like me.
2: Uh, I also really enjoyed the fact that there's, like, the comment where he's like, why do I have to be dressed like a pimp? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
0: and I love that Zemo's response was like, "Only an American would think that a well dressed black man looks like a pimp." And slam I was like, dunks, "Damn, bro. Zemo just keeps oh. keeps spitting the facts,
3: dude." It was the biggest slam dunk of the season so yeah. far. That was the biggest <laughs> slam dunk, freaking boom. boom! Yeah, that was a boomer.
0: Nevertheless, they uh, they walk into this bar, you know, and uh, everyone's like, "Holy shit, is that the Winter Soldier? What the fuck's going on here?" Well, and uh, okay.
2: You have to preface it, though. He walks in just continuously going, Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier. <laughs> Telling everyone he
3: sees, like, yeah, this is a Winter Soldier. Do something.
0: Wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> if the Winter Soldier was basically your bitch, like, wouldn't you I mean, like- fair, but it was
2: just—I thought it was funny that he was like, I'm not even going to leave it up for debate who this is. I'm going to tell everyone I see that I have the Winter Soldier under my thumb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know they, they make their way through the crowd they make it to the bar and uh, the bartender's like smiling tiger wasn't expecting you tonight and Zimo's like plans change and then uh, they're like the usual and he's like yeah sure why not and then the dude pulls out a snake cuts it open and pulls something out of it and drops it in a drink and you're like wait what the fuck this is someone's usual that's the usual yeah I, That's that means
2: that dude's drank it multiple times imagine how many snakes he's killed
0: Rest in peace to that snake, man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, yeah, but you know, they. Of they
1: Not deserve it.
0: What was that? I didn't hear you.
1: I said the snake. They look like the snake off of Jungle Book, and I kind of felt tragic because like I got like.
0: <laughs> oh, it did a little bit. It did look like the snake from Jungle Book. Cue the noise. But, uh, you know, things get chippy at the bar. <laughs> They got to show off Bucky. They got to show off the Winter Soldier. And it does not take long for him to go, fuck it. I'm going to beat the shit out of all these people. I think he enjoyed it thoroughly. I
1: I, I actually, he, I, he enjoyed this. I, actually, I would say I don't think he enjoyed it. I think, I, think, I don't think, I, actually, I wouldn't say I don't think he did enjoy it. I was going to say, I thought he enjoyed it. I would think he enjoyed because he has all that built up tension and frustration and anger. So I, I think he may have would enjoy it in that way. But I know that he's not trying to be the Winter Soldier anymore. He doesn't want to be. Yeah. He's haunted by the Winter Soldier that he was, that, that he was turned into. So I, in that aspect, I got caught up right there. And I don't know if he would have enjoyed that.
0: I think it's also important that uh, in that scene right before. Zemo goes, Winter Soldier, attack. And he, like, grabs the guy with his vibranium arm. He looks back at Zemo, like, fucking come on, man. Like, really? And then, <laughs> and then he doesn't hesitate. Then he just beats yeah. the shit out of everybody. as no, Well, if
3: he's going to go, he's going to
0: go yeah. hard. You know, yeah.
2: I think, I think he enjoyed, I don't think he enjoyed, like, beating the shit out of people, but I think, I he, think enjoyed he enjoyed the, having to. I didn't think, I think he enjoyed the release of getting to beat the shit out of <laughs> bad guys. <laughs> out of not people just bad guys, who aren't but-
0: good. Well, people, people who are standing in his way, you know, he's fighting for something good now. He feels comfortable yeah. in beating the shit out of these people. Yeah.
2: And also it's the release of, I haven't gotten to beat the shit out of anyone for a really long time. I'm due to beat the shit out of some people
0: <laughs> right now, but uh <laughs> nevertheless, you know, Bucky, Bucky beats the shit out of these guys and they, you know, Selby's like, fine, I'll see him. I'll see him. We can talk. We can talk for a little bit. Uh, they go up there. She's like, yo, smiling tiger, you're taller than I thought. (laughs) And, uh, Zemo, he's like, she's like, so what do you want? He's like, I I need to know about the super soldier serum. She's like, well, how are you going to pay? And he's like, I'll give you the winter soldier. And the way he like caressed Bucky's face and like played with his chin, like this, like that's something you do if you are in full control of a person, you know? I also that's not a, that's I think not a very he, consensual thing. Most
2: I think he enjoyed it a little bit. I think he enjoyed being able to like do that and just be like, I control you right now. <laughs> this was my ultimate oh, goal. Oh,
0: yeah, absolutely. Zima, a couple Zima years ago, taking, and you ruined it. it yeah, Zemo was taking ultimate advantage of this moment to be like, ha, 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 fuck you, Bucky. Ha, ha. You know, like <laughs> just, a, just a little bit, just a little yeah. bit. And uh, but uh, nevertheless, this, this conversation progresses. Selby tells him everything. You know, that uh, there is a doctor who's been making it. I think his name was uh, Snagle or something like that. Mm-hmm. Sounds right. I can't remember, but, it clicked. you know, she tells him. But then, ring, 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 Falcon's phone goes a buzzing and it's Sarah. She's like, yo, you got to pick that up. You got to pick that up. You got to put it on speaker. We got to know what's going on because you look awfully worried about receiving a phone call right now.
3: He played this off so poorly, but
0: uh, you know, they, but he uh, tried.
3: He tried, man. He, I don't know. It was funny. <laughs>
0: the, the the bank I laundered. I laundered so much money.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, hey, he I'm gonna kill that banker. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. You'll see when I when I kill the banker. Yeah, I'm big time. You'll see when I have that banker killed. You know, like <laughs> like uh, he was such a Fed. You know, like he was such an undercover cop.
2: It yeah. couldn't have been.
0: Also, the way that his sister obvious. just
2: didn't react to it
3: at all. I
2: guess
0: he no. Was she was like,
1: yeah. "Hey, cereals. Yeah. Hey, yeah.
0: <laughs> mm. Your hot pocket's done." She said, "Hi, Sam," and <laughs> that didn't go well.
1: I was like, "Dang, uh, Selby!" So like, she said, maybe she said, right, "Hi, Sam, bye,", bye. and yeah, then. Uh, it- Maybe smiling. Maybe smiling tiger's real name is Sam. She she heard Sam and she was like, "Kill
0: him." Facts. And then she was like, "So immediately after she says kill him, she gets killed." And this couldn't be more obvious to me that it's uh, Sharon. Sharon killed this woman, Bad and ass. I think not only oh, not only to true? save Bucky and Sam, but to pay to get some payback for spilling the beans on her whole operation. You know, like. Damn, you just spilled the beans about everything. I gotta kill you now. You know,
3: I would like to, and that's how that went. Take this time to appreciate how good looking of a woman she is. Uh, Slept Sharon on.
0: Carter.
1: Yeah,
3: I see why Steve was all up in that.
1: Oh, yes. I see he was, it. He wasn't though. Show
0: so disrespectful.
3: Just saying, that's kind of weird, bro. I'm you, I'm you like like he had thoughts of marrying. She, like, her aunt, like, and, like, the thought of, I don't know, Steve... Steve's we right a real, We
0: him. have a real Jon Snow, Daenerys Targaryen thing going on Yeah, here, you yeah. Know?
3: Like, Steve knows, and he's still cool with it. He's like, this is the closest thing I got to Peggy. Well, I don't
0: care. Technically, oh that, that is, that is, that's the part that sucks, is that it's like, he was like, fuck it. I'll fall in love with Peggy's niece. Like... Exactly. <laughs>
3: That's what
2: he. he I don't. Do. I don't think he did that.
3: No. no he. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: No. No. He said. He said this before, is the
3: closest thing I have to her. He definitely went for it. No. He's because like, before oh, he even. Thought, cool. Because
2: before he even knew that she that she was related to uh, that she was related to Peggy thing. uh, yeah. yeah they had a flirty thing going on and uh because Black Widow kept being like what about what about that nurse that lives next door <laughs> to you huh huh, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It wasn't like he was like, nah, not interested. Oh, wait, you're, you're Peggy's
3: niece? I'm a little interested then. The Carter family got some got some good genes.
1: Ladies and gentlemen who are viewing and listening, I just want to say that we do not speak for Steve here. Uh, Steve is not here to defend himself. Steve, there's no clarification that he was up in that. Was yeah, right. That he was, no clarification that he was in love with her at all. We do not speak for Steve.
0: They, they kissed once, but they, guess what? They kissed in a so did movie him that's essentially so, sex. That was a kiss what? back. So did he, him and Peggy kissed once, and he was in love with her for 70 years. Okay? Exactly. I think he probably fell a little bit for Sharon here.
2: Yeah. And then fell again for her was, aunt another, like, five years later. That
1: was the 1930s, 40s.
2: It is
0: kind of funny that they slipped in a little romantic storyline and it was just kind of like, fuck this, you know, mm-hmm. like it was like <laughs> she's here for and now she's gone, you know, and Steve's Steve, like never had a second thought about it. Like, well, and
2: they even for, like they they ignored her character to the point where they brought her back in this and had to be like, yeah, you know, y'all just forgot about me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like Bucky and Sam Sear, and they're like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. We like, forgot damn. you were out. We forgot <laughs> you had the lead. Yo, we've been, been so me? busy. We did so much shit. Sorry we, we didn't call, man. Oh, d- dude, I can't believe. <laughs> You've been gone the whole
2: time? We called your phone. Like, we shit, I thought you week. got pardoned with us. Sheesh.
1: <laughs>
0: Sorry, I couldn't hear you guys for a second. Really froze up there. You're back, but there we go. But uh, you know, Sharon car Sharon Carter shows up, and uh, she's she's had a pretty rough go of it since the whole Civil War situation. She dipped, went to Madripoor. They don't allow extradition there. You know, she can't get arrested and shipped back to the United States. So uh, you know, she's she's laying low. Uh, she's she's you know getting into that hustler life. She's like, if I, I figured if I was gonna be on the run, living like I do. I might as well really do it. True. And I fucked with that. I also liked that when she got she saw Sam and Bucky, she was like, "Oh, you be- you were such a red, white and blue, star-spangled man like, oh, you believed in all that crap." Like she mm. is she's she does not fuck with the United States government anymore. Like
1: <laughs> I like
0: that I like that that shift from her aunt, you know, Peggy founded shield essentially. <laughs> and now she's sharon, the
3: furthest away from it
0: she, she she couldn't be more disinterested in the US government agencies and i liked i liked that a lot but you know she's been selling she's been selling art she's an art dealer that's what she's been up to that's how she's making such a good living and uh what
3: a crime
0: but you um, know sam sam, <laughs> sam works out a deal with uh with sharon he's like you know you help us out i'll get you, i'll get your name cleared and, you know, that's good enough for her. Dr. Nagel, not Snagel, like I said earlier.
1: Mm. <laughs> Snagel's funnier.
0: Snagel. I'll probably but, uh, only yeah. say
1: Snagel. <laughs> Lord of the Rings fan here, all I hear is Smeagel. Every time I see Snagel.
0: So, you know, from from here, after Zemo, Bucky, and Sam are at that, that apartment, they head to uh, some sort of party, some sort of club. They're going to live it up. They're trying to figure out where... Where the uh, where the lab is for Doctor Nagel, you know. Uh, you, we we yeah. see Zemo getting down a little bit. He's having Bro, a good time. He was moving. He was vibing.
1: He was, she was thriving a, in that club. She, yeah, Sharon was Hold hosting it. guests for her Hold little down. art display thing at her place.
0: Bro,
3: he was thriving in the club, thriving. I don't know. Yeah, yeah he, he
0: was rich. It, was, it was pretty legit. It's a <laughs> but uh, he valid. He valid. He's so valid, but nonetheless. They figure out what they need to figure out at this party. They dip. They head for some shipping containers. And, uh, I was, I was immediately sus of Sharon here. This, like, this first time where she goes, All right, that container, you guys go ahead. I'm going to go this way. I was like, That's odd. Like, I get you need a lookout and stuff, but like, just the way she presented the information, it was like she knew too much. Like, mm. like, I don't know. It felt, it felt off to me. I can't explain also, exactly what
2: the fact that she knew exactly where this dude was at. Whenever the one lady that told like that told them his name, she was like, and don't try and double cross me because you'll never be able to find him without my help.
0: Hmm. Hmm. It's the power bro. She's the power broker. She, she is. Has to be. She's like, ultra or, or, or very, <laughs> or in <laughs> very, very close cahoots with the power broker. Just one or the other, you know? Yeah. But uh
1: she's not the power broker, you're all
0: crazy. Yeah, she's I, ultron. Look. She's Ultron. She's Ultron. That's that's what we'll settle on. Come but on. uh you know, they make their way through this pretty dope arrangement of shipping containers, not gonna lie. It's pretty cool, this little setup here. Uh they make their way to the lab and Nagel explains everything that's happened, you know. Uh Carly and her pals took the serum injected themselves with it she even had the gall to come back and ask me for help afterwards which is just absurd but uh you know sam bucky and zemo interrogate nagel here and uh sharon's outside just absolutely obliterating fucking on all these people she was
3: going off
0: they didn't stand a fucking chance dude like (laughs) zero chance they were getting fucked like, the way would, the way she, like, went around that corner and the dude, like, was like, okay, uh, who, 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 and then he, like, peeked and she just, like, immediately shot him in the face. Like, it wasn't even a question about it. It was just raps for that dude. And it was like, why did you even try? Why did you even – you just saw what she did at, like, point blank range when other people had a fair chance. What do you think you're going to do when she's just sitting around that corner waiting to shoot your ass? I don't know.
3: Maybe she got some of that super soldier serum somehow. Inside of her. Maybe Maybe from Steve. You know. better stop! Maybe there's an STD that super soldiers can give out and some symptoms are freaking epicness. You know? You just become more epic of a person.
1: I'm I'm hurt. I'm hurt for Steve.
3: (laughs) I don't think he's as loyal as Mm y'all thought. I think he is a player.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, serum is processed and transferred through STDs. Yeah.
0: But, you know, Nagel tells them everything they need to know. Nagel tells Bucky and Sam everything they need to know while Zemo's kind of wandering around looking for something to do, you know. Oh, he found a gun. What's he going to do to the only guy who's been able to make the super serum since... Erskine back in the day in the forties, this guy who's adamantly against the Super Soldier serum, what's he gonna do? You know, he shoots him point blank. That's that. Uh you know, Sharon Sharon comes in, she's like, We're out of time. Zemo pops the dude in the face. Sam like pushes him against the wall, he's like, What did you do? And then the ship blows up. Someone shot the shit with a rocket launcher from outside. And it's like, yo. So much is happening. Bazooka. <laughs> Man. This this was intense.
1: When you guys were talking about how did Sharon know that that where where he was? How did the bounty hunters know? Hmm?
0: Because Sharon's there. She's the power Mm -hmm. broker.
3: Wait, no, there was a bounty on their heads. Yeah, Yeah.
1: but if if Sharon, you guys are saying Sharon found the spot. There's a bounty. You know, they went you know,
3: to a club, a very public club. And yeah, they and they
2: probably – yeah, they were probably followed or also whenever the lady put the bounty on them, she could have also said, hey, they're after this guy. So anyone who knows where this guy's at, go there and find them and kill them.
1: So maybe. Ba- basically Sharon doesn't have to be the power broker to know where the spot is. Nah, Just like how, Sharon, has, the,
2: Sharon has to be the power broker. That's
1: how they knew where the spot was. If they say, you know where he's at, go there. Sharon could.
3: Sharon she has the, the highest likelihood of being the power broker of characters we've seen. Yes, it's either Sharon or no one other than Sharon. It's
2: actually, Sharon. Uh, it's
3: actually Zemo. He's the power broker.
1: What, what do we get? Six <laughs> episodes. I bet you we never hear power. Six.
3: Broker. Yeah, we, Dude, we only have three more. We have three more. We are already halfway through. God damn, we, we are. Never Which
0: means power this power is going to be all gas. Like we're not getting a break here.
3: Oh yeah, totally. We're never it's, gonna power broker again. Boom! Boom!
0: Boom! But you know, uh, Sam, Bucky, Sharon, Zemo—they try to bust out of this place. They're getting pinned down. Shots coming from all directions. Zemo dips. He runs away, and they're like, "Shit! Where the fuck is Zemo going? Is he done? Like, is he just—is he just dipping?" And then it's pretty badass the way he just like walks up, puts the mask on, and just does work. Just takes out everybody in sight, uh, and then he saves everybody. Essentially, is what happens. Uh, but amidst Bruce this chaos, what? Go ahead, tell.
1: I say, I, I guess I, he just—he's the Kofi and Bruce Wayne dog. He's rich, <laughs> and then he puts on a mask. He didn't have a cape, but he, he puts on a mask. He didn't have tights either. But the
3: man—why he wearing a mask? I never understood. That's like, his
0: comic book character. It's just his comic. Yeah, but design. like,
3: but like, his soul being was against heroes and Avengers, <laughs> and they all had a costume, and he decides, I'm gonna have a costume too. Well, the fact that he was like. He, he's clearly well-known around, like,
2: uh, whatever, the Madripoor or whatever, because he was hunting after everyone connected with the super That's not why he's wearing
3: the mask. He's wearing the
2: mask because no, he's doing thinking
0: he shit. Will, the mask hey. while
2: he was hunting oh, these people down.
0: What if? What if? <laughs> you know how Zemo's mask, it only shows his eyes, right? Every image we see of the Power Broker is just his eyes. That's all. I told you Zemo's thread- the Power Broker. Loose thread, I'm a tug on it just a little bit, just a little bit. It I would mean, it's no be,
2: looser a thread than we've had elsewhere. How in the would, show. How I would this make sense? Is how would
0: this make sense? How?
3: Why would Zemo, a you know anti super, have hold hey. of all these supers? And why wouldn't he just kill them?
2: Well, no, but he well, who knows? But hey, Joseph, let me ask you a counter question. Okay. How would Hayward being Ultron make sense?
3: Because in it's the, just as far
2: fetched
0: of a of a theory. Ultron no, like yeah, actually what disguises
3: I'm... himself as a human, and you know he'd probably be in an important
2: role. I mean,
0: Zemo in the comics is a fucking villain. That's all. That's yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Also, Zemo, there's nothing like he could be against a Super Soldier Serum, try and create it, and Ultron then use the super, and then, then use anybody. the Super Soldiers to kill the rest of the heroes and then kill them.
3: Ultron could be anybody right now. He could pop out at any point. Any <laughs> point.
1: Is there a reason that we that this Ultron still being alive? Joseph is he Joseph. alive in the comics? That's that's the reason, that? Joseph. Okay, I, I just how I, my
3: brain works. That's I'm, just, all. Like, no,
1: I'm, just, I'm just asking, like, because I was just curious. Because in the comics, you know, there's just so much stuff. I was like, does he come back in the comics somehow? It's
0: he like- do come back. They do come back multiple times in the comics just yeah. because that's how the comics work. You know, they just keep they just keep being like, nope, not dead. Ho, ho, ho. But, uh, but, you know, they, they 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 get out of this this sticky situation here. And then uh, Sharon and, and them split up here. She's like, just get me that pardon. You promised me I can't go. And then she turns a corner hops in a car and is like, we've got a problem. So, clearly, <laughs> no, it's not even up for debate. She has something going on with the power broker. It's like, no doubt. See you later. We gotta go. <laughs> it was a yeah, quick like, switch.
3: Yeah, it was a like very deuces. quick switch. Okay,
0: guys, we've got a problem. She hops in the car. <laughs> like, the problem is Bucky, Sam, and Zemo. That's what the problem is. Yeah.
1: Oh, look, here's the funny part. (laughs) Sam's like, look, thank you. You really saved our asses out there. Like, I can't appreciate, like, all you did for us over a couple years. Yeah, yeah, just give me that pardon.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Maybe she's got plans when she comes back to the States, you know? Maybe that's what she needs. She needs that pardon to really really set some shit off. Wouldn't that be dope if Sharon Carter was the big bad?
3: I feel like she could just be killed easily, though. Like, I mean, I mean, there's literally, literally superheroes and war sorcerers. I don't know. I feel like it'd just be a quick, like,
0: I don't know. Uh, I'd I'd be willing to bet that she has either injected herself with the serum Ooh. or is Ooh. going to. Oh, if that's the case.
1: Before the show is over, I'm telling you, John. John has the serum. John, it's in his system. I'm sorry.
3: So you think? They're going find to the, find the serum and be like, and be maybe I inject myself, maybe not. You know, maybe
1: I, <laughs> I, think myself- I, think, I think. See, my initial thing is I think John already has a serum. Just because of how that man was sh- throwing that shield. And that I man.
3: know, man. I don't know. I don't think football translates to stuff. Frisbee throwing that much. You know what like, I'm
1: saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, not- if he was an I
3: ultimate mean- Frisbee golfer, I would get it. You know, but he was a quarterback. I don't know. It's not the same motion. That's a whole different muscle group <laughs> you know what I'm I don't know.
1: He's got so he's got the serum in him already or yeah he's going to inject it or something. So, so you
3: think playing. the government has access to super serum then?
1: No or, or maybe at least one. I I think they, you know, contingency plan. The government's always scheming. It just got done watching Godzilla and Kong. They were True. you know, they were scheming. I'm not going to spoil anything. They were scheming. They 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 were scheming. But like I feel like the government's always scheming for a backup plan or just in case we need to do this. So what if they had a serum and they were like, or they bought a serum, even in Black Panther when they were like trying to get that uh, vibranium and they were there to buy it off of. Uh, True. True. Were, so dude, scheming. I was like, what if they have a serum or they bought a serum from them and they were like, well, Captain America, we need a new Captain America. So let's buy this serum and find the right candidate to inject
3: it. No, but he specifically said he does not have super strength. Like he literally out flat said it in his speech. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, I mean, it's just a theory. Yeah, but he could
0: be marshal. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I'm with you though, but next in the episode, we talked about this quite a bit early on. You know, they, they ransack the, uh, the, uh, the GRC place. They take, they take all the resources. They, like on their way out, the dude's like flag smasher scum, like, uh, rebel scum and, uh, and you know, Carly's like, "You've had you had six months of supplies just sitting in there. You weren't doing shit with it. We have to do this." And then Clap she shuts back. the door. She shuts the door. She's walking towards the car, and then she's like, "Yeah, you know, I'll hop in this other one." And <laughs> and this dude's like, "You're gonna take your car?" And she's like, "Nah, I'm good." And I and immediately, I was like, "Oh, that car's gonna blow the fuck up!" <laughs> mm-hmm. And then yeah. goes boom. She's like, "This is the only language these people understand," you know.
1: I mean, they're, and they're lucky. They're not. She lucky it wasn't me, and we're, we're living in like this society, 2020. Because honestly, I would have been like, yeah, I had six months of food stored. At least, as we just got, we just, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. I don't know when I'm going to quarantine again. I would have been like six months. Cause like, I mean, obviously it's stored in there for a reason. But I'd be like, if it was our society, we'd be like, uh, we're in the middle of a pandemic. What are you talking about? <laughs> we gotta make sure I have my toilet paper stocked up. Like, no, that's the thing. So, like, is it's the
0: hoarding of supplies? That's a legitimate, like that's a legitimate concern. They're not giving it to the 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 uh, lower class communities around the world. They're they're giving, they're preserving their supplies so that they don't like they can make more, but they're they're just stockpiling it. You know, they At need. The the they, day, they're, they're probably going where Walmart the money is, bottom, or Home
3: Depot. Not, you know, they're, not, they're not robbing the, the grocery stores. They're robbing the people who have enough to get by that have a surplus. Yeah. Like they're 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 robbing the surplus.
0: Yeah. But uh nevertheless, you know, back uh back with uh Bucky and Sam, they're uh they're interested in Mama Danya. They're trying to figure out where uh where she is and they uh, they get to Lot right and uh Bucky splits away from Sam and Zemo. And uh, he's he's spotted uh, a couple little balls that look awfully familiar. And I was like, oh, shit. When I saw the first one, then I saw the second one. I was like, oh, shit. What what What's going on here? And then, voila, Ayo from Wakanda. I Hold was like, button. okay, okay. I love the Wakanda okay. tie-in. Did not see it coming, but I love it.
3: Was this supposed to be Chadwick Bozeman? Was this supposed to be Black Panther? No, no, I doubt. But like it. they wanted it to be the, him.
2: We we kind of talked about it a little bit um, before we started this, and we, I like I originally said no as well, but then I thought about it. it if if Chadwick Boseman was still alive, you cannot tell me that character wise, Black Panther would not be there to try and recapture the guy who killed his father.
0: Yeah, he'd but probably like the, be there, he'd probably be there. He'd probably be there. That's probably reasonable. He probably but, would
2: have been there. Yeah.
0: But nevertheless, you know, it, it doesn't all, it also doesn't surprise me that they would dispatch one of the Dora Milaje to, you know, deal with fucking Sam Wilson, you True. know, and Bucky Barnes.
3: True,
0: and it's not to deal with like yeah, they know Bucky. Isn't... It's not like a. It's not like it's going to be a struggle really. Bucky's mm-hmm. Bucky's peaceful well, with also, them. They have a good relationship.
2: I was going to say they also probably don't know that it was Sam and Bucky that let them out, that let him out, because the only I reason think uh, it seemed
0: like they were kind no, of in no, the know. They were like, anything. "We're here for Zemo." Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> saying
2: like I think they knew Zemo was there. And whenever he walked up, they were like, all right, we've been following you. We know you have Zemo. But I'm saying, like, whenever they were sending them out, they probably didn't know that it was Bucky and Sam that let Zemo out. Well, Whereas for uh, for Fake Cap, he knew immediately because he's like, all right, well, not a coincidence that they just showed up on the same day that he broke out. Yeah,
1: okay. Who, who are you saying, Miles, uh, you don't think that they knew? Who are you talking about specifically? So.
2: Okay. Um, yeah so I mean I think I don't think uh th- that like the that Wakanda necessarily knew I think they figured it out quickly whenever they n- probably knew where Zemo was at and immediately found uh Bucky and Sam with them, but I don't think john or i I don't think they knew just because I think they probably sent someone out and then figured it out after the fact, whereas John obviously knows because of the fact that you know he showed up to the prison was like, wow, big coincidence, they show up on the same fucking day that he breaks out he obviously helped they they obviously helped him break out type thing. So I don't I think he knows but I don't think Wakanda necessarily knew right off the bat.
0: Yeah, for sure. I'm with you. I'm with you. But uh nevertheless, that was a great ending to the episode. I loved I loved hearing the uh, the Wakandan type theme coming yeah. through. I like that <laughs> a lot. And then uh <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. I also loved uh not loved but one part of the episode that I forgot to mention early on or not early on, but a little bit ago was when Nagel was talking to them and they're like, we harvested, you know, blood samples from a, a test subject mm. and we got mentioned of that last episode with Isaiah Bradley. And that's just devastating that that was the tie in there was that it was, oh. it was his blood that created the new super serum that is now just in the hands of like the power broker, you know, like, And, you know what, you know what really doesn't, like, dismiss any theory here, like, what if the power broker does have something to do with Hydra, you know? What if that is the route we're going? Because he even says, your people weren't done with me, talking to Bucky Mm. about Hydra. Like, what if, what if that's how the power broker even had his blood to deal with? Like, how did he get the blood? Is, is the power broker just like an American bureaucrat, you know? Is he so you working think Hydra's for still area? going? I don't know. I don't know about that. But
3: I don't think Hydra's still going, but I, I can mean, definitely agree,
2: agree with you. It is Colton.
0: the whole
3: thing about like you cut one head off, two more grow back. Yeah, That's but I, I, think,
2: think. I think I they would, successfully I love,
3: cut all of the heads off. But I was
2: going to say, Colton, I do agree with you. I 100% think that if the power broker is not Sharon, that the power broker is going to end up just being some – some dickhead american bureaucrat yeah bureaucrat who is kind of playing both sides.
0: Well yeah and i think we're going to be kind of dealing with like a political idea that we had like that we had and still have with like the war on drugs, you know. It is the very us government that is pushing this stuff into the community, these super serums and stuff. Like they're they're trying to stir shit up so that they have a John Walker for everyone to believe in, you know. Like i don't know. What a show, man! I'm telling
1: you, we will. I don't be know. Hear Power Broker for the rest of this show. I'm telling
3: you. I still, I still can't even think of how we're gonna end up. What the show,
0: no idea. ends
3: up doing. Like, I just don't know where it's going, man. I'm excited. Marvel does a great job at that. They yeah, keep I mean, it, wanting to come back, we're, but
2: we're only halfway. Show. So like, yeah. think about the half. Like it, it feels like we're further because we're three of six, but we're still really only halfway. And think about where we were at halfway through Wandavision. That's true. We did. We could not have guessed that we had we had abandoned <laughs> Ag- the Agatha pot- plot line. We did not. We were not even going to think about the fact that a White Vision popping up and fighting and fucking uh, Agatha and and uh, the Scarlet Witch fighting in the sky and all this shit. Uh, We weren't expecting a fucking boner joke from Disney.
0: (laughs) Yep, we weren't expecting any of those things. So I'm looking forward to what, to the unexpected. I'm looking forward to what's to come. Uh, But this was the Penny Bloom podcast. Twas I, Colton Robertson. I was joined by Tillman McClooney. Thank you very much.
1: (laughs) Always glad to bring diversity to this podcast.
0: I'm glad I'm glad to have you here. I'm glad to have you here, buddy. And thank you Miles Buttress.
2: Hey, I mean, you know, anytime, man.
1: More diverse.
2: Uh,
0: next week even? Thank you, Joseph George.
3: Thank you for allowing me to speak my mind in especially um, raw format.
0: So lutely Again, Again, this was the Penny Bloom Podcast. Uh, Rate and review if you liked the show. Leave a five-star rate, a little one-sentence review. Follow us on Twitter, at Penny Bloom Pod. Instagram, at Penny Bloom Podcast. Remember, peace, love, and bloom. And always praise, Keanu Reeves.